Over the last two episodes, we've been building a profile on what our lunar Lilith placement can indicate and ways that it may manifest. So far, we've gone over who or what our lunar Lilith is in general and how she manifests when in each of the houses, either natally or transiting. Today, we're going to keep expanding on that by adding the zodiac signs into the mix. For Lilith, I tend to think the house placement is kind of the most important thing when trying to work with her because that's where she's going to be showing up in your life. That's sort of the the area in which you can expect to have to deal with her. But the zodiac sign has a lot of importance too because it's going to give us the style, the flavor, the energy, the specific type of pizzazz, if you will, that Lilith will be carrying and ultimately bringing to the table. Because Lilith in Sagittarius and Lilith in Taurus, they're going to be very different energy. The way that Lilith expresses in the zodiac signs is basically going to be attaching herself to the more negative attributes of those signs. This isn't supposed to be a sunshine and rainbow placement. This is a shadow, and it's going to manifest as shadow material. So as you're listening to these, you may think, wow, this sounds a little stereotypical and kind of like those stereotypical negative attributes, and that's because it is. It really is the the darker side of the zodiac signs and the more negative things that they tend to embody. And of course, that's what Lilith is going to attach to. I'm going to be giving a rundown of each zodiac sign. Then after we go over those, I want to talk about what Lunar Lilith is like when she's conjunct each of the planets and luminaries. Like I said in the previous episodes, if you have Lilith conjunct a planet or luminary, it's going to be a much stronger influence than if you don't. So putting all these pieces together is going to be very important when evaluating Lilith either in a natal chart or when she's transiting through the houses in real time. So to recap, the zodiac signs will be speaking to the overall attitude or the energy of Lilith. The house will be where Lilith is being expressed in the native's life. And any conjunctions with Lilith will show what sort of archetype she might be embodying or trying to upheave. So let's get started. Lilith in Aries. This is a fire sign and it's cardinal energy. Cardinal fire is seen as the trailblazer, the go-getter, the fire starter. So when Lilith is in this sign, she can take on a domineering role. These people will go one of two ways. They'll either tap into their solar energy I'm replacing the word solar for masculine. I don't like masculine and feminine for as descriptors. So instead, I'm using lunar and solar. So these people will tap into their solar energy a little too much, and they might want to be the boss of everything. Or they'll shy away from that part of themselves because they don't like how it makes them feel or act. Typically, when I do see Lilith in this sign, it does express in the overly domineering way. And that's not always a bad thing because these people have a lot of confident energy, but sometimes they will steamroll others. Lilith really taps into something deep and primal when she's in this sign, and she's able to harness it in a way that can become very rageful or just even get away from the native. It can seem like it's a little out of hand. This placement might have a tendency to overdo it, be a thrill seeker, or just chase after what they want with absolute blind ambition. Again, 
That doesn't have to be an outright bad thing, but it definitely needs to be channeled properly in order for the native to not lose themselves and hurt others in the pursuit of their endeavors. When I said that Lilith and these signs are going to manifest the more negative way, negative doesn't have to always be negative. It just needs to be under control. Aries domineering spirit can be really awesome because they are trailblazers. They're cardinal fire, but it can also go too far at times. It can also steamroll people. And that's what Lilith is doing. She's taking those attributes and heightening them to a point where they do kind of become toxic. These people should also watch that they don't self-isolate or become overly independent. Aries has a tendency to think they can do everything themselves, and Lilith will definitely take advantage of that. Lilith in Taurus. This is an earth sign and it's fixed energy. These are the material girls. I get a lot of mean girl energy from this placement, mostly because Taurus is a Venus-ruled sign, so we'll see Lilith play out in a very Venusian way. Something about Venus-ruled signs that people don't like to admit is that they're lazy. And I don't mean lazy in like a sloth-like way, but they're lazy in a luxurious way. They want the good life and they can be high maintenance. And I have a Libra rising, so I can feel this on a very superficial persona level. So don't come for me when I say that Venusian traits are lazy. It's just that they want harmony. They want peace. They want things to be flowy and easy and fun. And they just want it to flow. They don't want to have to put a lot of work in to make it happen. So yes, they can be a little lazy. But when Lilith is here, she really takes a hold of that attribute of wanting things to go smoothly and easy, and she ramps it up a bit. The stubbornness, the laziness, the bad bitch persona gets heightened. A lot of the core of this behavior comes from wanting to feel secure in the physical world. Taurus is fixed earth. So that means it innately wants unwavering, unmoving stability. Lilith is going to create an attitude that makes the native heavily focused on physical world stability, but in a way that other people should be providing it for them. They feel like they're royalty and it's like, you know, this is owed to me. I need this. I want this. I crave it. So I should have it. Anything that threatens the stability, comfort, or sense of peace will be met with aggression. Just because this placement is Venus-ruled does not mean it won't bring the heat when they don't get what they want. Lilith in Gemini. This is an air sign and it's mutable energy. And here we have the gossip hounds. These are the pot stirrers, the tea spillers, and the flat-out nosy bitches. Lilith is going to live for the drama in this placement. There's also a sense that intellect will and can be used as a weapon. These people may be very mentally crafty and just sort of outright manipulative. They think that they're smarter than everyone else and that no one can see the strings that they're pulling behind the scenes. At its best, this energy can be used to network and be super charismatic. But charisma is a two-sided coin. Lilith is going to take advantage of the fact that she's in the sign of the twins, and she'll use it to talk her way in and out of any situation. There also may be a lot of mental gymnastics that goes along with this placement. It can be hard for these natives to see the actual truth, because they'll tend to live in the truth that they've created. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, so we're going to have all those mercurial attributes here, 
And Mercury is a trickster. It is the archetype of the trickster. So when you have Lilith upheaving and embodying the trickster archetype, you can just imagine what sorts of trouble and antics that she's going to get the native into. Lilith in Cancer. This is a water sign and it's cardinal energy. Lilith has a couple different avenues of energetic expression when in Cancer. The obvious one has to do with family, but I want to move away from that and say rather than family, Lilith is going to be preying upon safe spaces. Taurus was concerned with the material world and physical safety in a more luxurious way, but Cancer is concerned with emotional safety and having a place to retreat when the world feels overwhelming. Lilith can bring up strong feelings of abandonment in this sign, which can cause the native to want to cling to unhealthy people or situations. Lilith is a little sneakier here because instead of causing the native to just plain act out, she's sowing seeds of doubt, especially seeds of emotional doubt or not being worth being loved or good enough. And that's how she keeps the native from growing or breaking out of their detrimental cycles. It's like she forces you to find safety in things that aren't actually conducive to your overall growth. Lilith in Leo. This is a fire sign and it's fixed energy. I think Lilith has a lot of fun embodying Leo energy. This is another one where it's like, this is a bad bitch alert. You cannot tell these people what to do or how to live their lives. Even if they're the wallflower type, there's going to be something deep down within them that craves the spotlight or being the center of attention. We see a lot of ego problems here, and I know I haven't done any psychology episodes in a hot minute, but I will be getting to the ego at some point and how it relates astrologically. But for now, I just want to say that I'm not demonizing the ego because the ego is essential. All those, all that shit you see online where they're like, kill the ego, blah, 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 ego death. No, do not kill your ego. Love your ego. You need your ego. It's how you get shit done in the world. It's a very important part of you. You just have to learn to have a healthy ego. And when Lilith gets a hold of the ego, we see things like megalomania or just a really pompous attitude happen. This will be a theme with the fire signs in Lilith. All the fire Liliths will have some sort of conflated sense of self and just like they can do anything without any repercussions. So when you put that in the literal sign of the self, Leo, the ego, it tends to get away from the native. Now, this doesn't mean the native is going to be loud or obnoxious either. We need to start normalizing that Leo placements can think they're better than you without being loud. They don't need to be loud and proud and out there and, you know, pompous and just like screaming in the streets. That's not what Leo is. Leo has too much self-respect for that. They know they're the best and they're going to always think they're the best. When Lilith is there, these people might just silently judge you and then go on about their day with their God complex without letting anyone know their true feelings. But Lilith is definitely whispering in these natives' ear how great they are and how everyone else is not so great, which is just really born out of a fear of not being good enough. And that's what Lilith is feasting on here, the natives' desire for self-worth. Lilith in Virgo. This is an earth sign and it's mutable energy. Lilith in Virgo is a really interesting one to me. Virgos in general have interesting energy because they stress so much, but you never really see them sweat until they finally just like snap. So the energy of Lilith here is likely to manifest as either the anxious perfectionist 
or the shady perfectionist. The anxious perfectionist is the one who truly feels like they need to work hard or people won't love them, like they need to contribute something to the group or they're going to be kicked out of the group. The shady perfectionist is the one who puts on this facade of being perfect or, you know, the maiden, the virgin. They put on that facade of being perfect, but they're really only doing it so they can trick people and manipulate them. The thing people often overlook about Virgo energy is that it's so calculated. They are mercurial. Virgo is ruled by Mercury and it's very different from Gemini, but it still has that element of trickster energy to it. They generally know what they're doing and exactly when to do it. Like I said, they're ruled by Mercury and just like Gemini, they do like the drama. They'll never admit to that or do anything to embarrass themselves. But Lilith is definitely going to use that mutable earth energy to her advantage. She's going to kind of be like the the screenwriter of the drama. It's someone who's not directly involved, but they love to watch it unfold and play a very small part behind the scenes. And that's how Lilith is able to play this innocent, unsuspecting maiden role because they they are so behind the scenes. They are so calculated. It's the calculated trickster. They know exactly what they're doing. And I just think the word sneaky is definitely a word I would use to describe this Lilith placement. They're very sneaky. They're very calculated. And they're just smart. Mercury is the intellect. It's the mind. Lilith in Virgo is very smart and calculated. So you have to watch out for that. Again, that can be used for good. But when Lilith is involved, generally not used for good. Lilith in Libra. This is an air sign and it's cardinal energy. Here we have the other Venus ruled sign. We'll see some of the same facets we did with Taurus, but it's going to express as cardinal air instead of fixed earth. Libra is the sign of the other. This sign will try to find balance and harmony in all that they do. Lilith may prey upon this desire for harmony and kind of go for the low-hanging fruit here, which for Libra is decision-making. Lilith can lead to indecision and people-pleasing when in Libra. So Lilith is going to take that Libra energy and they are going to strive for Venusian harmony, but the native is going to do it at the expense of their own well-being most of the time. Again, a lot of people pleasing and being a social chameleon to make sure they fit in and that everyone around them gets along. This placement might be accused of being fake, and that's because it can seem like they embody so many personalities. And with Lilith behind the wheel, it can become hard to discern which personality is a persona and which one is actually you, which one is the real you. It's not a bad thing to have social graces and to be able to fit in in multiple places. But when Lilith gets a hold of it, she really blurs the lines between the self and the other, which can make all kinds of issues when it comes to relationships, both with yourself and other people. She makes it hard for the native to realize, well, who am I really? Do I even know myself? Am I just conforming to other people because I want harmony and I crave it and I want everyone to get along and I really want to people please and for everybody to like me? So that's the biggest one here is the lines get blurred between the self and the other. Lilith in Scorpio. This is a water sign and it's fixed energy. So I want to come straight out of the gate and say that this Lilith is not going to be totally sex obsessed. I know Lilith and Scorpio are two things in astrology that get caught up with sexual connotations. And yeah, while there's some truth to that, I just think that's so surface level. So like. Let's do Scorpio a solid here and let's dig a little deeper. 
The words that come to mind for this Lilith placement are obsession, secrets, and fixation. Just off the top of my head, that's what I think of. I definitely think of secrets and fixation. Fixation always reminds me of Scorpio because, well, they're fixed water. They fixate. Whether it's on a current goal or an ambition or a revenge fantasy, they have the ability to hone in and obsess and fixate without breaking focus. Lilith will see this ability and she's going to latch onto it. She'll make it so the native has a hard time letting go of things or they can't escape the things that haunt them. And then speaking of haunting, that brings me to secrets. This placement has all kinds of secrets. Some are the kind that haunt you and some are the secrets of others. These secrets can act like a weight that holds the native back and doesn't allow them to move forward. This placement feels very trapped psychologically to me. They obsess and they ruminate over their inner desires and feelings and even things that have happened years ago. They don't forget about them. They really, really cling. I know Scorpio is known for that, but when Lilith is in Scorpio, when she's embodying that archetype, she just doubles down. It just kind of like festers and they ruminate and they just get eaten alive by these emotions. Lilith in Sagittarius. This is a fire sign and it's mutable energy. Remember when I said that all the fire Liliths are going to have some kind of can't hold me back, can't hold me down or tell me what to do attitude? Well, no Lilith placement has a penchant for freedom like Lilith in Sagittarius. This is going to be so stereotypical, but it's also so damn true. These people are reckless to their core and they seek adventure basically through living life like a free spirit. Consequences don't exist because there's also a lot of philosophical, ethical, and moral bending that can go on in the native's head. These people demand to be completely free and must have their autonomy. Reckless is really the word that comes to mind for me here. And we might even see the typical Sagittarius trope of not being able to commit to anything or anyone. And that's because they're always running. They're always, you know, wild and free and wonderful. And that sounds great, but they end up not taking responsibility for the, their actions or the people they've hurt or the things they've done existential thought and even existential crisis happens for these people. Lilith takes the wisdom of this sign and turns it on its head. These natives might have ideals that go against societal norms and even their best interests. None of this has to be a bad thing, but the native has to get really honest with themselves about why they're choosing to act the way they do and not just claim that they're a free spirit. Because that's usually code for I'm hurting. Like, don't get me wrong, own who you are and believe what you believe, but you also have to have enough self-awareness to know why you believe those things and why you act that way. Lilith in Capricorn. This is an earth sign and it's cardinal energy. This is our first Saturn-ruled sign that we've come to. I'm going to spare you the workaholic description and instead give you kind of the hard truth that Lilith in this placement can indicate isolation and depression. Everyone wants to say Capricorn is a workaholic, but no one says why. The reason behind it is because they want to feel worth something. They're cardinal earth, which means they're trying to create worth in this world and feel like they themselves are worth something. When Lilith attaches to this energy, she can lead the native to self-isolation and thinking they're never going to be good enough or anything they do isn't good enough. 
whatever house this placement is in will likely feel like a weight that the native has to push and pull. Lilith is going to make it hard for the native to tap into productive, positive sides of Saturnian traits. It's just going to feel like a slog, which can be really discouraging for these people and will lead them to having that stuck in a rut feeling, sort of like a depression they have to fight in that area of their life. So a quick example would be if you have uh, Lilith in Capricorn in the fifth house, that's a real easy one, that your creativity, she may be attacking your creativity and then putting a weight on it no matter what you do, no matter how good you get at your craft or your skill or your problem-solving abilities, you never feel like it's good enough. You never feel like you can share it with people. And it's something that kind of like nags at you and uh, just kind of weighs you down. It can even extend to parenting in the fifth house. If you have this placement there, you could think I'm a bad parent. I'm not good enough to my kids. It, me having kids was really hard or I don't know if, I, if I'm going to be a good parent. You're very worried about those things. And again, it can cause you to kind of spiral and give you those more self-isolating depression tendencies. Lilith in Aquarius. This is an air sign and it's fixed energy. As the other sign ruled by Saturn, we'll see some of the same themes of depression and having a cross to bear, but this time it's going to be more related to the world at large and not so self-focused. Lilith in fixed air immediately says fixed thought. For a sign that's known for being open-minded and mentally expanded, when Lilith is here, she takes advantage of uh, that open-mindedness, that really, that big critical thought. She takes advantage of that big time. Conspiracy theories are going to be a guilty pleasure and not like the cute ones. You know, everyone's entitled to their favorite conspiracy theory, but Lilith takes it to the max and just makes these people straight up paranoid. It can be really unsettling for them to be in their own minds for too long and they don't trust society because Lilith is just feeding them all kinds of mental imagery that likely honestly has no foundation in the real world, but they're living in their head and they just, they're extending it outward and it just gives them a very paranoid relationship with society. As far as isolation and depression that Saturn might bring, that again comes from feeling isolated from society because of that paranoid feeling, because of the mistrust that Lilith is feeding the native. These natives may feel like misfits because of their beliefs that don't fit the societal narrative which isn't always a bad thing. Aquarius is the innovator, the thinker, but Lilith can take those thoughts and those feelings, those different feelings, and she can just create resentment in the native because they feel like they're not understood. Lilith in Pisces. This is a water sign and it's mutable energy. Lilith in Pisces is a dreamer and a schemer, but not in a cute way. <laughs> Lilith's influence is likely to keep the native living in their fantasies and using escapism as a means to shift responsibility when something doesn't go their way. This one has always felt really straightforward to me because Lilith has an easy mode of action, which is to simply keep the native living in a world of fantasies and don't ever let them reach the ground. People with this placement might view themselves or their dreams in a way that is actually super unrealistic mainly because they spend all their time wishing and dreaming and not actually doing anything to advance towards those ambitions in the real world. I briefly mentioned escapism, and that's going to be big here too. 
Lilith will have these natives disassociating at the first sign of trouble. Detach and avoid is going to be the go-to method for dealing with things when they become overwhelming. Pisces always screams dreams to me for some reason, and I think there's a lot of dream imagery that she might attack. Maybe you don't dream, or you can't remember your dreams, or you have a hard time accessing your dreams. On the flip side, you might just have like horrible night terror type dreams, but I feel like Pisces is very connected to their dreams. So more often than not, I see people with this placement that have a hard time connecting to their unconscious. They have a hard time piecing together those messages that their unconscious is trying to give them. And that's because Lilith is acting as sort of like a roadblock for that. Now that we have an idea of the energy Lilith embodies in the zodiac signs, let's talk about how she acts when she's in a conjunction with a planet or luminary. I'm only going to be focusing on the seven traditional planets. And I know a lot of you babes slide into my DMs and you're talking about Pluto and Uranus and Neptune, and I just don't work with them. I'm sorry, I don't. In a natal chart context, they don't seem as important to me. So I just don't focus on them as much, which means I don't work closely with them or their significations. It's not wrong if you do. It's just that I don't. So I'm not going to be really speaking on them. When Lilith is in three to five degrees of a planet, luminary, or other placement, she's said to be in conjunction with that planet, luminary, or placement. The closer the conjunction, the stronger the influence. As a Jungian, I see the planets in an archetypal fashion, which means that when Lilith is conjunct any of the planets, she's exerting influence over an archetype and bringing out undesired qualities of that archetype, mainly the shadow form. So she's bringing out the shadow archetype of that planet. How these conjunctions play out is influenced by the energy of the zodiac sign as well as the house placement. Taking each piece and bringing them together will give you the most accurate look at the energy that Lilith is emitting in your natal chart. So let's start with the sun. Lilith conjunct the sun strikes at the core of the native's autonomy. They may have problems expressing who they are or even knowing who they are. Asserting themselves in the world can feel difficult, which causes overcompensation to occur and ultimately messes with ego identity. Basically, who the native is and what their life purpose in this world is can be shrouded by Lilith's influence. Their outward light is dimmed. Lilith conjunct the moon is emotional instability and upheaval. We can see issues around compassion and nurturing emotions. The mother archetype comes to mind. There may be a disconnect with the native's emotional world, or they're so steeped in emotion that they can become arrested by it. The unconscious world can be a dangerous place for these natives, as it might be filled with emotions they feel they can't control and their inner light is ultimately dimmed or turned up too high. Lilith is really just going to be preying on <laughs> the native's inner world. And I feel like this one's really hard because this is lunar Lilith. It's a lunar thing. So when she is conjunct the moon, I just feel like she's really kind of messing with the light of the moon. When Lilith is conjunct Mercury, she preys upon the native's mind. Their words and thoughts are subject to filter through Lilith first. This means intrusive thoughts or just having no tact when speaking is really going to be seen here. The native may also not believe very strongly in their own mental faculties, or they think they're much smarter than they actually are. 
the native may feel like people misunderstand them a lot or that they can never quite say what they actually mean. Anything that has to do with Mercury, which is a lot, you know, Mercury has a lot of significations, but all those mercurial things, they're just all very under attack. So it can be hard for the person to say what they mean, say what they think, or just be understood by other people. Lilith and Venus is a very interesting one. I told you, babes, when we started this journey that my Venus is in an exact conjunction with Lilith, and this can manifest as having a hard time making connections and just also finding yourself bored when things are too harmonious. Venus breeds goodness and harmony. So Lilith is going to try to bring chaos to that as much as she can. It can make the native uneasy when things are too peaceful, and it can cause them to fall into destructive patterns just for the sake of feeling comfortable in chaos. So the big thing here, when Lilith is conjunct Venus, there's a sense that the native may feel more comfortable in chaos than they do in harmony. Lilith takes a domineering stance when she's conjunct Mars. Think of the father or the emperor archetype. Depending on the house and zodiac sign, it can mean that the native is just straight up overbearing or they have a hard time tapping into their more solar side. They may feel afraid of anger or rage and they don't know how to harness it properly and maybe rage just even gets away from them regardless of where they fall on the scale with their anger, how, they, how comfortable they feel with it or not. There's going to be an imbalance. There's going to be an uncomfortable relationship with Martian energy. And again, it might be that they have outbursts. It might be that their rage gets away from them and it kind of destroys their relationships or they hold it all in. They don't have a comfortable relationship with their rage and it just destroys things anyway because then they blow up randomly. So again, this one pretty straightforward. Lilith conjunct Mars is just the overbearing emperor archetype. It is not healthy. It is not good. So they really need to work with their rage. When uh, Lilith and Jupiter are together, the native's higher mind and wisdom become under attack. There can be a sense of constraint or being held back when it comes to things that should come naturally or easily to the native. They may also be prone to overindulgence, and I think that's the biggest one here. Enough is never enough where Lilith and Jupiter are concerned. People with this placement will be prone to overdoing things and getting in over their head. They may often know better, but are prone to pushing their luck. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it crashes and burns. We'll see a lot of thrill seeking here because of the blind faith that Lilith creates when she's conjunct Jupiter. She really just makes the native believe that I can do anything and it doesn't matter because the universe will always catch me. And for some people with a really good Jupiter placement when Lilith isn't involved, that's true. But when Lilith is involved, it's more so it's a facade. It's not true. And she's just pushing the native to do thrill-seeking, risky behaviors because she says, don't worry, Jupiter has you. Don't worry, it'll be fine. The universe got you. And that is not always the case. When Saturn and Lilith team up, we see the characteristic depression. Whereas Jupiter and Lilith creates this unyielding optimism, Saturn and Lilith creates unrelenting pessimism. This placement can create a lot of doubt and just overall hardship for the native, whether it's real or not. Whether that hardship is actually something they experience or not, it feels real and that's all that matters. Even if the hardship is all in your head, doesn't matter, right? It's still there, it's in your head and that's what you're feeling. 
They can feel this weight that Lilith creates. And the sad part is, this is the really sad part about this and kind of all Saturn things in general, that weight feels comfortable. It just dawned on me that Saturn is kind of like a weighted blanket. People really like weighted blankets because it makes them feel comfortable. So people with this placement and just strong Saturn placements in general feel comfortable under the weight of Saturn. They are comfortable in their nihilism and it can actually be uncomfortable for them to look on the bright side because when they look on the bright side, they're like, wait, what's going on? Like, there's not something holding me back. Like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Things are too good right now. When is the bad stuff going to happen? They're just waiting for something bad to happen most of the time when they're in a good mood. So yes, Saturn and Lilith feels like a weighted blanket, but not the cozy kind. And that is it, my babes. That is Lilith. Now that we've discussed her as a whole, you should be able to put the pieces together and see what influence she brings to your chart. Some people may not notice her all that much. And you know what? That's great. You don't want to notice her. She's not that fun. Like, do not make Lilith into something you want to feel because you really don't. If your Lilith is under control, consider yourself lucky. Maybe she only acts up when something is transiting over her. Overall, Lilith is a shadow. It might take a while to get to know her. It might take a while to recognize her in her birth chart. That's why I'm saying take each of these pieces, look at them separately, and then combine them together to get the best picture of Lilith. It's absolutely worth getting to know Lilith because maybe you're someone who's never dealt with her. And again, very lucky. That's a very good thing. But at some point, you may have to. And it's better to have all this information and this knowledge before she crops up so you can be ready for her. If you want more moon content before the next episode, find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro. I'll see all you babes later. Later.